0: that's a sound just after full time at Old Trafford Manchester United 2 Galatasaray 3 I was about to record immediately as I was walking down the steps of the Stretford End but I think like most United fans after that needed just a couple of moments to compose myself I don't think you'll quite be able to hear it but just in the distance I can still hear the singing of the Galatasaray fans who were uh, Fantastic throughout. To be fair to them, and and those Champions League nights with a different type of support, a uh, loud support, unending support, relentless support, uh, they can be so good and so magical. And this one, it didn't feel magical, but it felt really good for a time. It felt like this might be a, a, not a coming-of-age game in their careers maybe for Rasmus Hoyland but for Hoyland and Rashford and Mason Mount a uh, common of age in terms of their United careers I thought Mason Mount was fantastic and what's so sort of frustrating about this game is unlike against Crystal Palace um, in the league unlike against Brighton this time United put ourselves in in a good position um, to ice uh, and and unlike the Bayern game where it was us coming from Bayern this time it was Galatasaray but eventually they managed to get the win due to uh, a myriad of ridiculous individual mistakes and um, when things aren't going your way bloody hell they're not going our way at the moment. Um, there were some positives, and this is the this is the difficult thing. Um, United played with energy for so much of that game and I don't mean energy in terms of running because that doesn't necessarily win your games even though it can help I mean in terms of like the zip in the passes and uh, the the quality and the kind of feel of the first touch such positive first touches there's so little sloppiness there was still a little bit especially from the old in the first half but particularly with Mason Mount and Hannibal Rashford looked a little bit better he was better supported Bruno Fernandes was doing fantastically Casemiro looks a bit more positive we'll come on to that shortly but especially Mason Mount I thought was was running that game and and with specific incidents it's quite hard to comment five minutes after full time when you've been watching high up in Stretford end tier one but in terms of the overall feel United felt really good there and so that's what makes it so disappointing now I'm thinking about the game back in my head I was, I was ready to come here and, and and I don't think this I don't think it felt like a game that was going to change United's season I don't think it was a performance so good to do that but it, it felt like it, it feels like at the moment Eric I just wants to get through these few weeks with the injuries and this felt like a game that was going to be perfect for that with Rasmus Hoyland scoring two. That first goal was absolutely brilliant from Rashford and from Hoyland, and then Hoyland does fantastically. The second goal, even better from his perspective. That's exactly what I think we hoped we'd see from him. There's there's lots of elements to his game, but that was that was just beautiful. The sheer kind of power and pace, and then to finish that kind of beastly display of physical attributes and physical prowess to finish that with a wonderful bit of technique was was fantastic and there were I, I spoke in the last episode about the uh, whatever game we lost at the weekend, Crystal Palace. Um about how to be honest the thought most of the booze were towards the ref rather than the team. That definitely wasn't the case here, I don't think. Um because not only were the booze at full time and it, it's not something I'd ever do I don't think it's something United fans should do to be honest but I can understand them because people get caught up in, in the moment and I get that and that's that's football that's being a football fan but not only that but two minutes later when the players are walking off having gone around and applauded the stands after losing there were people who'd stayed behind to make their point which is um baffling to me from my perspective you might understand it you, you might be one of them but baffling to me so this was there was a lot of unhappiness and i think the, the difficulty at the moment is is uh, you get the compound effect where when things are going badly even on nights that look like they're going well like this one, United 2-1-0, Rasmus holding scored two. He's looking really hungry for a hat-trick and looking like he might get a chance to get that. United are playing fantastically, not, not at our absolute best and not signs where you think, oh, the season's going to turn around, but really well. And then we have the palaver of the second goal. And after that, because the last few weeks have been so turbulent and troublesome, you don't get that swell of kind of defiant support that we can't, we've come to expect from Old Trafford. And if I compare that with, I was talking with Nathan on the most recent episode about those few months under the Gunnar Solskjaer in 2021, October when we played Villarreal and Atalanta, you did get that swell of defiance more than I felt we did then. And that's a concern. And it didn't feel flat at half-time, uh, at full time sorry as as Nathan and I were saying after the Crystal Palace game but it did feel angry and I do think flat's a bigger concern anger and frustration is, is probably less so because it, it shows that there's that the team have given you hope and that, that there is hope for something better from this team and, and people expect better but it's a it's a bad night for United it's a a really difficult one perhaps I'll come on with some more thoughts once I've had a few more minutes to calm down um, such a shame because I think after Saturday I've, it, until a few hours before kick-off I wasn't looking forward much to this game to a Champions League game on the lights of Old Trafford how unbelievable is that and, <laughs> and what, what a sign of privilege that is that I kind of just take it for granted but a couple of hours before I was excited and then when you get in the ground and, and you feel that sense of a European night then you're excited and particularly in the second half when United were getting into a bit of a flow and even before we scored the second to to go 2-1 up it it felt really good and particularly with Hoyland it felt really good and even just appreciating like the Galatasaray fans like seeing the, the the smoke of their flares kind of billowing in this biblical rain at Old Trafford that football's brilliant isn't it but it's brilliant when you win and you can appreciate the other supporters when you win. But after a defeat like that, it's it's, it's much harder. Anyway, uh, short break and I'll be back to give some more thoughts very shortly. Time to head for uh, the comfort of a pint glass. Hey, Drew Scott here and I'm Jonathan Scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. time to think it's just it's so hard to put your finger on what the problem is with this United team right now because there are several and when there's no easy fix that's a concern I think in defeat a lot of times last season I felt uh, an easy fix at a lot of points or if not an easy fix at least a one that could be recognised the lack of a striker a goalkeeper who could distribute the ball better another midfielder a better fullback maybe lots of different options there depending on your opinion but so difficult now and, and injuries is a huge part but the mentality of this team we were asked in the patron QA in the most recent episode after the Palace defeat by Ethan if one of our patrons um if, if we're concerned about United's mentality and, and the answer was yes and even more after this game we saw it at Bayern in, in the worst way tonight was nearly as bad as that in terms of the... Uh, Bayern was the collapse after conceding and we've seen that in other games this season as well at Spurs and, and against Brighton and Palace as well and Bayern also had that element of scoring and then switching off, and and this has that as well. We we seem to drop after a goal that we score and after goals that the opposition score, and particularly the latter. I think the the former is a little easier to 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 fix. It's about concentration, and I think that can come more easily. But the latter is such a massive concern, and. Ultimately this United team, well these injuries are here, need to ten, this is ten hours challenge. He needs to get them to see these moments and this period as a challenge to to rise to, not a ultimate final condemnation of their talent. We saw in both halves in this game that reaction to conceding and to scoring um, I think there are other issues I think I spoke about energy before uh, but the energy was was great in the first half and up to a point and then near the end of the game it was it was kind of throw the kitchen sink from a very early point and with 10 players that becomes a very difficult tactic to employ and I don't think Tanag helps in, in the substitutions he's made I think his in-game management this season has been pretty atrocious I can't think of a moment where he's turned the game around for the better I can think of several where he's turned the game for the worse and he needs to find a balance in his management between the gung-ho United that we saw at times today and the slow ponderous controlled United that we've seen on other days who have been unable to break teams down. I think talk of sacking Tanag is, is ridiculous. It is for me. Tanag's not the issue. We know what the underlying issues and well, you can call them underlying issues, or you can call them the issues that are hanging over the club in a massive cloud. Tanag's not the issue, but he does have to stop the slide. That's a manager's job. This is his big test. I needs to get a win on Saturday and then he's got a couple of weeks to come up with something and for players to come back. I was asked in the pub, well, we were chatting in the pub, how many games till 10 hours exact. I don't think that's the question. I I wouldn't put that in like single even double digits I have faith that Tenard will turn this around I think he's a good manager um, Elsewhere embarrassment for the club as we're going into the pub um, meeting people from different parts of the ground who all had the same stories of being surrounded by Galatasaray fans hundreds of Galatasaray fans in the home end I'm sure the club and the ticket office will offer up excuses but they won't wash. They can't pursue proper United fans one day and then that, that happened the next. It's, it's not good enough. And the phrase it's not good enough applies to so many things with United at the moment. But for the rest of your week, enjoy it. Thank you for listening to the Manchester United weekly podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, therapy session just a little. It certainly helped me get things off my chest. But there's plenty more I could get off my chest um, but yeah try and enjoy your week forget about United until Saturday and hopefully we'll see some defiance we'll see some balance we'll see Rasmus Højlund continue to be brilliant it was a fantastic game from him and such a shame that a-, a fantastic individual performance with two brilliant goals two very different goals couldn't be rewarded with a Champions League victory um, I realise now I haven't spoken much about Anana, but let's leave it at that for now have a great week goodbye Podcast Network.